Welcome to the Virtual Power Teams podcast, the number one podcast for working remotely and building powerful virtual teams. My name is Peter Ivanov, international keynote speaker and author of the book Virtual Power Teams, translated in six languages. Tune in every Tuesday for the very latest in virtual leadership or visit my website, peter-ivanov.com. How to set remote team goals. In fact, there is a research about why virtual or remote teams fail. And there are top four factors listed. And number one is they fail to build trust. This is also a reason for non-virtual teams, but for virtual teams building trust take, take kind of more conscious than smart effort. So that's the number one reason. Second reason is they cannot overcome communication barriers. And I commented in one of my podcasts and there will be furthermore tips how to establish a structured communication, which is works beyond borders and cultures and time zones and so on. And the three and four are related to goal setting. The number three reason for virtual uh, and global teams to fail is um, the individual goals are not aligned with the team goal. So there is a team goal, but the individual have some hidden agenda, some goals which are not aligned to the team goal, and that leads to failure. And number four, again, related to goal setting, hence the title of this podcast, is there is no clear vision and team goal. So if the goal is not clear in a virtual context, the confusion grows exponentially. So I compare the importance of a goal as the nucleus in the atom. In a virtual team, It's like in the atom, you have a nucleus and then various particles flying around. And in the virtual team, the aim is to retain the gravity despite the distance. The gravity between the individual team members who are, you know, the team members, uh, and these are the particles in the model, towards the nucleus, which is not the manager or the project manager. This is the goal and the purpose of the team. Hence, the importance of the goal is so critical. And it is important not that the the smartest goal is set by the manager. Regardless how smart are you as a manager, you would never know the reality of your team members. Particularly now, like in Corona scenario, everybody works from home. uh, You would hardly know it. And the more countries involved, the more environments, the more complex it gets. So the, the crux here is to set the goal bottom up as a team. And hence you need a special way to, to moderate. And I will give you, um, Four tips in order to set the goal in such an engaging, interactive way online in virtual or remote teams. So first of all is discover the three hottest topics in the team. And again, regarding how smart are you, regarding how engaging you are, you don't know as a manager. So there is a format. I streamlined this format and I describe it in detail in my new book, Power Teams Beyond Borders, but I will give you uh, the flesh of it. So. Um, We do it in three exercises. First one is like a silhouette. And here we draw a silhouette on the whiteboard online. uh, And it has also wings and questions like, what turns in my head if I think of my team now? What lies on my heart? What can give me wings? Uh, And that's sort of like 10, 12 questions. People in one breakout room will get there and contribute individually with their thoughts and feelings. The second group, we break it in three groups, by the way, the second group works on issues and opportunities for the team. So they would debate. The first one is on purpose, individual input. The second one requires some debate. But if the team members disagree and somebody thinks this is an issue, the other not, or 
somebody thinks an issue and this should be a solution, no debate, list all, uh, all the options and all the input. And the third one comes with a symbol of success of the team, which is a bit addressing the right part of the brain, a bit more creative. People come up with a picture which symbolizes the success of a team. And then instead of you deciding or people present their outcomes, again, online, coming back to the, to the forum, and then people vote. And nowadays you could vote within seconds in the online tools like Zoom, you could just stamp it and people do it in parallel. Goes much faster than if you do it live and they have to queue to the flip chart or, or to the wall. So in this case, the three topics that get the biggest number of votes, these are the three hottest topics that have the strongest resonance with the team, that if you resolve if their problems or strengthen if their opportunities, you will work better as a team. So essentially, this is your team agenda. And then based on this input, the three hottest topics, the second step is we convert them into the SMART goals. SMART goals, you probably, many of you know, specific, measurable, agreed, um, have different connotations like resource uh, and um, reachable, and then time bound. And here again, people work uh, in a free groups for each of the hot topics in parallel. And there is a process sometimes if we have a, a problem to solve, we easily go into the solution mode and try to, to fix it now. Here we make a step back and we decide what is our goal and we set the goal and the bar high. It is critical uh, before you do that and we do it as part of this exercise to answer the question why you do what you do. So the big why question, we ask it several times in context of this particular hot topic that people resolve. So why do we do this? And if the answer is uh, this, then but why we want to achieve this? And if you ask it like five times, which is a Japanese-based practice, you reach the real deep why, which once you establish it, if you face problems, you will have much more energy you know, to go forward. So the big why, then we address the question, big who? Um, here we look at the stakeholders. Sometimes the goal is impacting many people, you know, as senior managers, as well as, as people. Regardless, I work with many NGOs. You have impact on people, you may have sponsor, you may have partners and so on. So decide for this particular goal, who are the key stakeholders, who are the big who? And what do they say if you're wildly successful? So imagine the success from their perspective and their eyes. And then you go into the what, then you define the really the smart goal. And again, there are a number of questions which uh, will lead you as a team to define the SMART goal. And the third step, once you have from the free hot topics, you have the free SMART goals. The third step is to build the free strategic roadmaps or the high level plans to get there to achieve these goals. And here, again, people would do it with a whiteboards online, you know, they would put the present date, the date that they envisage to achieve the SMART goal and they'll see what are the activities what are the sub-goals? What are the milestones you need to reach in order to get there? And it worked miraculously well online and people come up with a plan. And once the free roadmaps are there, instead of delegating, because you know best who, who, who can do what, let people choose their milestone, their sub-goals. Uh, micromanagement is not an option in virtual team. You cannot control them. The only way is to set the goal as a team and then let people choose their sub-goals that are aligned in this case by nature, by process, to the team goal that you set. So by letting them pick, by not delegating, immediately you raise the commitment of the people by choosing and owning this particular sub-goal. 
and you have in one goal, you have the team goal and you have the individual goals which are aligned to the team goal. The fourth tip is related uh, to, to technology. So some managers are still shy. They think, okay, I mean, Zoom or whatever, MS Teams, uh, WebEx is good for a team update. But if we need to really make a decision and make a strategic call, we need to get together and see us in the eyes and, and hug each other. Really, there are some benefits of, of live meeting, but you can do many things online. If you're only there, and if you have a good structure, good process, good facilitation kind of uh, guidelines. And don't be shy. Tools like Zoom, for example, the breakout rooms, when you set people to work in a smaller group, works, uh, works very well automatically or you could manually assign. You don't have problems at all. And I know MS Teams plan in their next release to have uh, breakout rooms as well. The whiteboards are very powerful. People can write in parallel, they can vote in parallel. You could move around, you know, the milestone and sub goals and so on. So my um, appeal to you is just, just be brave. Um, think about uh, the process. You need to ensure that you have space for individual contribution. The introverted team members will have a space to think about and put their contribution. You have to provide space for group work. Don't do everything, everyone together. It's good, it's a good feeling, but if you have a team of 10 people, and by the way, do you know what's the optimal size of, of the team? They call it two pizza team. So if you order pizza, if you work late, two big pizza would be sufficient, which is seven plus minus two. So between five and nine team members. And uh, if you have this two pizza team, um, the um, it's not optimal to work always with uh, this uh, up to 10 people. Uh, make sure you have a breakout rooms. You make progress much faster. People work in parallel. Some of the more shy people will speak up more if they're in a smaller environment. They will be called out to pick more. In fact, when you put them in a breakout rooms, one of the tips that I always give is have a free roles assigned once they start the breakout room. First is the role of the presenter who will present when they come back. Second is the role of the note taker. Somebody take digital notes of all outcomes. So when they present back, he could give a digital visual document for people to see. Could be a whiteboard, could be a MS Word file. The point is that the, the, the output is captured, is not lost and it will be presented. And you need a visual. Just presenting and, uh, and telling things is not the same as in parallel people see the input and they also hear it. So presenter, note taker, and timekeeper. Somebody who keeps the time because you give them some time frame for the breakout room session. And he would call people. If somebody hasn't spoken out, he would call him on to speak. So yes, my tip is go for it. Uh, use the tools. They are getting smarter and smarter. Design it in a way that you can have individual contribution, group contribution, and then integrate all, all together as a team. Um, and you would be surprised. You would be surprised by setting the team goal bottom up and then what level of commitment you can get. For sure, you need a structured communication to maintain the momentum. Just setting the goal right is not uh, sufficient. But I'll give you further tips on building this structured communication. And many of them are available in, in my book, Power Teams Beyond Borders. Now, I just like to make one parallel. We had the atom as a as a micro uh, microcosmos. Um, I'd like to uh, look into the universe, the macrocosmos, so to say. Do you know that in the universe, only ten percent is material? Ten percent are planets and stars. Twenty percent are 
is like nothing, like uh, black holes or phenomena that the scientists still cannot explain. And 70%, the major part, is invisible energy, like the gravity that holds the virtual team together. In a virtual team, is the gravity that holds the universe together in this case. In a virtual team, it's quite similar. 10% are the team members and the infrastructure. 20% are um, undeveloped yet potentials. And 70%, the major part, are the relationships, the trust, the goals, the gravity that hold the virtual team together. So the art to lead virtual teams is to focus on the 70%. And I assure you will be amazed by the wonderful fruits to come. Let me conclude with one sentence that has guided me uh, through the years. And it goes like this. If you dream alone, this is just a dream. If we people dream together, this is the beginning of a new reality. Thanks for listening. I hope these tips will help you to set the powerful goals, the nucleus for your team and build your virtual power team. So big virtual power hack from me, Peter Ivanov, and check in next week. Thank you for listening to this week's Virtual Power Teams podcast. A review and subscribe to get the latest episodes. And remember to pick up your copy of the book Power Teams Beyond Borders to create your own virtual power team. See you next week.